Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered what's their story? Have you ever seen somebody acting up and just shake your head? Have you ever seen people treat people and say, I would never? Have you ever looked at disbelief as you see people doing things that you say, oh my gosh, how could they? You know, we all have a story, ladies and gentlemen. In transactional analysis, we call them life scripts. We create stories about our lives, what they have been, what they will be. This starts in childhood when we weave our perceptions of ourselves and of the world around us into a narrative about what we can and will do. As famous psychologist Alfred Adler said, by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. These life scripts then continue to have a deep and unconscious effect on how we live our lives. They, they affect the decisions we make. They control what we think we could easily do and what we think we could never do. They shape our self-image, and yet we seldom realize where they come from where they came from, or even do not know they exist at all. Our life scripts are often encouraged and shaped by parents, family members, society, leaders, parental figures, other people whose life scripts were shaped by their parents and society and so on. And in this way, we become a product of our family's history. It's, it's called family history, family of origin issues. And man, that is what we're dealing with. When we look across and see a living, breathing human being, they have a story. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to take you on a journey. A journey of understanding. Because let's be honest, we live in a bitter time. We used to believe in a better time, but now we live in a bitter time. We have created a kairos that has people self-focused, self-protective, self-absorbed. A friend of mine and behavioral specialist, Robert Rome, used to say, if I can understand you better and you can understand me better, doesn't it make sense that we are in a position to have a better relationship? And in order to understand people, we need to meet them in their map of reality and find out their story. So today we're going to be joined by recent graduates from Team 248, and I want you to consider, what's their story? You see, the price of hating human beings is loving oneself less. Life is complicated. The hustle and bustle, everyday traumas, dramas can make us lose focus about what is truly important and what is only a a momentary setback or crisis. It was Robin Williams who said, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So be kind always because you don't know their story. One smile to a stranger can change their life. One 
can improve someone's day. Never forget the importance of spreading joy, of kindness to the world. I think the saddest people always work the hardest to make people happy. And what we need in America is not stimulus. It's not a Democrat or a Republican president or a Congress. What we need is mercy. What we need is grace. What we need most of all is understanding. Because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship because everybody has a story. Take a nice deep breath in through the nose and slowly exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. She was only six years old when I first met her on the beach near where I live. I drive to this beach a distance about three or four miles, and whenever the world begins to close in on me, I I just need to get away. And so I was walking along the beach, and there she was. She was was building a sandcastle or, or something. And she looked up, and... We made eye contact, her eyes as as blue as the sea, I remember. Hello, she said. I answered with a nod and not really in the mood to bother the small child. I'm building, she said. Yeah, I see that. What is it, I asked, not not really caring. Oh, I don't know. I, I just like the feel of sand in my fingers and my toes. That sounds good, I thought, and slipped off my shoes. A sandpaper glided by. That's a joy, the child said. What? It's a what? I asked. It's a joy, my mama says, sandpipers. She says sandpipers come to bring us joy. The bird went gliding down the beach as they continued to watch it. Goodbye, joy, I muttered to myself. Hello, pain, and turned to walk on. Yeah, I was depressed. I got it. My life seemed completely out of balance, and, and I just wanted to be alone. What's your name? She just wouldn't give up, this little girl. Robert, I answered. I'm, I'm Robert Peterson. Mine's Wendy. I'm six. Hi, Wendy. She giggled. You're funny. She said in spite of my gloom, I, I wanted nothing to do with her, but I, I laughed anyways and walked on. Her musical giggle followed me. Come again, Mr. P, she called. We'll have another happy day. The days and weeks that followed belonged to others. Just depressing, just sad. A group of unruly Boy Scouts, PTA meetings, and an ailing mother. Nothing ever changes in my life. The sun was shining one morning as I took my hands out of the dishwasher water. I need a sandpiper, I said to myself. Gathering up my coat, the ever-changing balm of the seashore awaited me. The breeze was chilly, but I strode along, wanting to recapture the serenity I needed. And then I remembered the, the child that I had forgotten and was startled when she reappeared. Hello, Mr. P, she said. Do you want to play? What did you have in mind, I asked with a twinge of annoyance. I don't know. What do you say? How about charades, I asked sarcastically. 
Hurting and laughter burst forth again. I don't know what that is. Well, that's then let's just walk, I said. Looking at her, I noticed the delicate fairness of her face. Where do you live, I asked. Over there. She pointed toward a row of summer cottages. Strange, I thought, in winter. Where do you go to school? I don't go to school. Mommy says we're on vacation. She she chattered little girl talk as we strolled up the beach, but my mind was on other things. When I left for home, Wendy said it had been a happy day, feeling surprisingly better. I, too, smiled and agreed. Three weeks later, I rushed to the beach in a state of near panic. I was in no mood to even greet Wendy. I thought I saw her mother on the porch and felt like demanding, keep your child away from me. So I looked at her and said, look, if you don't mind, I said crossly, when Wendy caught up with me, I'd rather be alone today. See, ladies and gentlemen, this seems like a story between just a man and a woman. A little girl. But in this story, what you're dealing with is a man who's lost everything. And what you're dealing with is a girl who has nothing. Because if I was able to go on the story, you'd find out the little girl dies from a sick disease. And you find out the old man is broken again because everything he has ever loved leaves him. See, ladies and gentlemen, we all have a story. Every single person you meet today, every single person you met yesterday, we all have a story. And we don't seem to have time to listen to it or to understand. But after the break, you're going to hear from two great stories. Stay tuned. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it, it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. All right, people, back off. I got a couple listeners texting me like, finish the story. Finish the story. No. That was part of the story. Listen to what I said. Everybody has a story. And we don't seem to have enough time to listen to the story. That was intentional. (laughs) 
I gave you part of the story. And you're saying, why would you do that to Black? How cold? How mean? Why would you do that, Mr. Black? Because that's what we do every single day. We're not interested in people's story. We're not interested in the whole story. We're interested in 43 seconds of a story. We're interested in right before the worship leader starts singing uh, before church story. We're interested in the what did you do this weekend story. We're interested in the uh, how about them cowboy story. We're surface dwellers. We're snorkelers. And yet God calls us to go deep. And yet God calls us to scuba dive. Remember the old days when we had TV shows when the theme song was the story? Isn't that what a theme song is? It's a story? You remember this one? Come listen to a story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food, and up through the ground came a bubbling crude. Oh, that is black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said California is the place you want to be. So they loaded up the truck, and they moved to Beverly Hills, that is. Swimming pools, movie stars. The Beverly Hillbillies, remember that? Yeah, I just did sing for you. I sure did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> it's a story. And because we're in such a hurry that most people forget the story, what they did, they put it in the song, and they played it every single episode. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got to realize that every single living, breathing human being, every person that delivers us something, every person that takes something away from us, every person that calls us, every person that receives a call from us, every person before us in line and every person behind us in line, every person at the gas station, every person at the grocery store, every person has a story. And we got to decide... Are you willing to listen to the story? And why? Because of rapport. Rapport is the ability to connect with someone. And the first essence of rapport is you must meet people in their map of reality. You don't need to agree with it, but you do need to understand it. Because with understanding comes healing. And today I want to remind you, it's about understanding. We don't need mercy I mean, we don't need justice, we need mercy. We need grace. We got people marching all these inner cities, angry, bitter, no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. Well, let's be honest, there is no peace on this planet. And there is no justice. If justice comes knocking on most people's door, they're not gonna open the door. But what we do need is mercy and grace. And if that's what we need, we better be willing to give it. Understanding is the key to finding value. And value is the basis of respect. If I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense from a position to have a better relationship. So let's go to phone lines and let's talk to some recent graduates at Team 248. And let's hear the story. So let's welcome Lauren to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Lauren? Good, you, uh, you are doing awesome, aren't you? I'm doing, I'm doing so good. I can honestly say this is the most peaceful that I've been in my entire life. 
And it makes you emotional. Isn't that amazing? I can hear the emotion yeah. in your voice. What are you crying yeah. for, lady? You know, right? I know. That's, I know. Yeah. That's the story. And you know you know what, Lauren, is so incredible? You know, I, I like to study the human, the body. Uh, you know, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And if you took a microscope powerful enough to break things down uh, atomically, if you took tears of joy and tears of sorrow and you put them under a microscope, they are different chemicals. They are different chemicals. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I have a scientific mind, and I believe through the class that you went through, through Leadership Awakening, I believe I discovered a third type of tear, Lauren, and those are tears of truth, where something is so truthful, it's overwhelming, and this emotion comes over you. Have you had any of those tears of truth since you've been in that class? I have, yeah, uh, quite a few times, actually. Um, I had a really yeah. massive breakthrough in coming out of the class, and even the day after, I mean, it just it just kept coming and coming and coming, and I, yeah. that's exactly what I was experiencing. Yeah. I was telling Mr. Garcia, I said, Mr. Garcia, I talked to him the other day, you know, he's struggling a little bit, and I said, Mr. Garcia, you got to know that the class is over, but now it's begun. See, the class was just an understanding. The class was just foundational dirt work. I was just introducing you to some things that worked. I was introducing you to yourself. I was introducing you to you as a three-part being to, to understand how the body works, to understand how the mind drives the body, and to understand that you're not the mind or the body. You're the spirit that occupies the brain that makes it the mind, that occupies the body that makes it the soul. And so you and I actually met a while ago, right? You referred to me a couple months before you went through class and I, I want the listeners to know you and I had a lot of interactions before you ever went to class can I would, would you say I was a help to you before you ever stepped in that classroom 100% that's correct Okay, and you reached out to me. We had some deep conversations. You were struggling with some things. You had some questions. Uh, we talked scripture. I started sending you scripture every day. Is anything that I'm saying right now false or made up? Uh, no, not at all. That is all correct. Okay. So you felt before you ever gave me a dollar, or and we don't even talk about all that other stuff, but that I, you actually, I actually cared for you, and I was somebody that could help you. Is that a fair statement? That is a fair statement, yes. Yeah. I just want people to hear this. You know, people hear me, and you listened to me on the radio before we actually met. People hear, and we, we make up our own stories, right? We talk about, today we're talking about stories, and you got a story, Lauren. I'm looking forward to hearing it. But we also make up stories, don't we? We we make up stories about our spouse and why they said and did to us what they did to us. We make up stories about our past. You know, we live through life one time, and then it's codified. And what we store is not always what really happened. We can co we can codify it with a lie. We can codify with exaggerations. We can codify with deletions, distortions, and generalizations. And that's why you always hear me say, Lauren, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how do we codify it? How do we store it? How do we explain it to ourselves? So what brought you to me? Months ago, uh, You something brought you to me. What brought you to Scott Black and Like It Matters? Honestly, because um, I've been on, I've been a part of personal growth and development probably for the last five years, but I just knew that there was something really deep down inside of me that I hadn't dealt with that I, and I'll be honest, like I had no idea what it even was. I had buried it so deep down inside of me that I couldn't figure out that there was, there was something seriously wrong, but I could not find the root. I couldn't, I couldn't pull it out. And I knew that you know, I had a couple of friends that came to your class and when they came back, I was like, I want that. I want that look yeah. of peace on my 
space. I want I want to feel what they feel, and that's exactly what I experienced once I left um, your Like It Matters class. Yeah, and it's it's unique. What I do is different, right? It's a it doesn't make sense at the time. As you look back, you can say what you know. As you're going through it, you go, well, what does that have to do? You know, I mean, the first night, think about this, Lauren. I'm teaching you how to breathe. And I'm teaching you yeah. how to stand. Now, Lauren, you're you're a beautiful woman. I'm not going to ask your age, but you're probably somewhere around 30, somewhere around there. And, I mean, you've been standing for 30-plus years or maybe close to that. You've been breathing for that same amount of time. And yet you get to this class, and it's true, right? I teach you how to stand. I teach you how to breathe. Is that correct? <laughs> That's correct, yes. And I actually just turned 30 uh, the day before I came to see you in your class. Ah, well, what a great birthday, right? What a great birthday. Uh, you yep. get to meet the new you, the new you. So let me ask you, uh, the piece that you were looking for in class, uh, any luck finding it? 100%, yes. I've, I've found it. Uh, incredible. And, and you've had a lot of breakthroughs, not just with yourself, but with others as well, correct? Correct, yes. Yep, every let me, let me single ask you, person that's close to me. Yeah, let me ask you, at some point in the training, a shift takes place, because it is out of the box, it is intense, it is uh, something different. But at some point, once people get off of focusing on me and get off of focusing on the class and quit feeling sorry for themselves and actually get in the process, a shift takes place where it starts making more sense, where people see themselves getting into it more. Where do you think the shift took place for you? Did, did you feel that shift? I did. Um, I felt my shift more so towards the end of the second night. Um, and I'll be honest, I was getting extremely frustrated because I, I was seeing all I these people it. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure you did. I'm sure I you did. did. Um, all of my classmates, you know, I was seeing them, seeing them have these massive breakthroughs and I was getting really frustrated because I yep. hadn't found what my root was yet. But yeah. um, once I did, it was it was game over after that. Oh, it was incredible. And, and yeah, we, we, we see other people, and this is the world we live in. We see other people, and then we get envious. It's actually the 10th commandment, you know, thou shalt not covet. Uh, but God has us on our own path, and we all have different traumas, different dramas. Uh, we all have different breaking points. We all have different, uh, you know, triggers, if you will. Uh, so things are different. You know, uh, we're going to talk to Andrew a little bit later. You know, Andrew, here's a military guy and all this, and Andrew, through the class, uh, found a relationship with God. God, recommitted his life to Jesus Christ, his walk with God, called him last night, said, you saved my life. I'm now a child of God. I'm, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm oh, like, my God. Wow. Where did all this come from? I was, you know, and, and you'll hear from that. But, but I saw the frustration. I saw the fear. We got to remember, God tells us each to pick up our own cross daily. I don't pick up your cross. You don't pick up my cross. And the journey that we're on, even though we're on the same path, is unique. So stay with me. We're getting ready to go to break. Please stay. It'll be a three-minute break. Just some, we got to pay the bills, Lauren. Got to pay the bills. So stay with okay. me, Lauren. We'll be right back. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're having us consider what's their story. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. I could listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses 
360-degree view of day-to-day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace, social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing. You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. Edward Guest is one of my favorite poems. He says, the man who wants a garden fair or small or very big with flowers growing here and there must bend his back and dig. The things are mighty few on the earth that wishes can attain. Whatever we want of any worth, we've got to work to gain. It matters not what goal you seek. It's secret here reposes. You've got to dig from week to week to get results or roses. And it's not easy. It's work. And what you got to realize is you got to do the work. And so if you're not willing to do the work, you're not going to get the results. And today we're talking to graduates of Leadership Awakening and people who paid the price. So right now we're talking to Lauren again. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here on Like It Matters Radio. Hey, I want to ask you, um, when you went to my class for 48 hours, you've been out for five days now. Pinpoint something. What do you think is the biggest benefit, the biggest takeaway you've gotten from the class so far? Um, I think the biggest takeaway and benefit that I've that I've really uh, like dove deep into is the fact that up until now I've been running my entire life and I was so unaware of it. I was running from God. I was running from myself. I was running from those who truly. Um, who truly like love and believe in me because I didn't believe in myself. Yep. And, um, but now I do up until now, that's, that was who, that's who I was choosing yep. to be up until now, but that's not who I am today. That's right. And you, you have a lot of pain back there, a lot of trauma, a lot of uh, stuff, a lot of, you know, you're a beautiful woman. Just saying she's beautiful. She's intelligent. She's got a good family. She's got a good marriage. She, all that. So on the outside, people look at you and go, oh, Lauren doesn't need anything. Lauren's got it all together. But we all have a story, right, Lauren? That's That's very correct, yes. And uh, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of disappointment. What do you know? It sounds a lot like my story, Lauren. What do you know, right? <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? <laughs> yeah, well, what do you know? And in class, a lot, I share my story a lot, and I share how to overcome. Is that fair to say that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And, and what does that do to you when you hear my story and see what I've overcome and hear other people's story? What does that make you want to do? It makes me want to open up and share my story. It, it normalizes the struggle 
Um, yeah. There was a story that you had stare, uh, that you had shared about a situation with your mother, and obviously I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, uh, I had almost the exact same situation in my own um, in my own childhood, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like, yeah, that's it right there. Like, yep, they become oh, imprints. God. Yeah, you're you're breaking in now. Sorry, you're breaking in now. I've got a bad connection. Sorry, but uh, I I want you to know, Lorna, I am so proud of you, uh, and you're right in your story. See, this is a cool thing. You had a story up until you entered my class, and then we drew a line in the sand and the berate up until now, and now your heart's healed, your mind's right, uh, and now it's the rest of the story. And uh, how excited are you about the rest of your story, Lauren? I'm freaking pumped for the rest of my story. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, and so cool. I'm, I'm going to walk with you and you know you know Genesis 1 1 I always go back to my standard and that's the Bible I always tell people Genesis 1 1 the, here's how the Bible starts in the beginning God created and I always tell people stop there Lauren because our first introduction to God is as creator and then I say let's drop down now 25 verses and go to Genesis 1 26 let us make man in our image unto our likeness see God states that hey he's going to put man in the God class. Yeah, currently we're a little bit lower than the angels, but we are in the God class. And what did we, what was our first introduction? God was his number one job. He creates. And in his image, we are imagers of God and we are made to create. And up until now, Lauren, what you've created is nothing compared to what you will create from this point forward. And so I'm proud to call you sister. I'm proud that God put us together. And you know I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to be there for you. Uh, but you don't know me. Uh, you don't, I mean, you don't need me. You need God uh, and you need determination. You need commitment and you need passion and vision. And you'll out all those things, correct? <laughs> correct. So as you leave, what would you like to say to anybody? Anything you want. Uh, should they go to class? Should they not go to class? What are you hopeful for? These are your parting words, Lauren. What do you want to say before we get you off this radio? Um, anybody that's listening to this, if you have not taken the Like It Matters class, please do it. This will absolutely 100% change your life, even if you don't feel that you need it. Please just go. <laughs> please just yeah. go. Um, you're listening yeah. to this radio for a reason. Amen. And just like you uh, met somebody who met me, who brought you and me together, God's, uh, I always call him Jehovah Geppetto. He's the great string puller. I'm just a Pinocchio. You're just a Pinocchio. Uh, it's Geppetto that matters, right? Right. Amen. Awesome, Lauren. Thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, and I look forward to what God has for us together, okay? All right. Have a good one. Thanks, Mr. Black. All right. You too, Lauren. All right, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Andrew to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Andrew? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, you know, I am awesome. And you know what's so cool about what I do, Andrew? I meet incredible different people. So here we had Lauren, you know, Miss Clicky, and you know her story. You shared two days with her and you felt like two weeks. Uh, but, you know, if you don't mind, I'm going to do a little bit different with you. You got a unique story. If you could, uh, in three, four minutes, you know, maybe five, uh, give me your story. Who Who is Andrew? Tell me a little bit about you. Uh, well, um, um Retired vet, um, after 23 years in the U.S. Air Force, um, I come from a strong family of vets, 
all the way up to my grandfather. Um, we've all served a country between my brothers, my parents, and I. We have 88 years of active service to wow. this country. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much for you guys' service. Wow. And my story starts going into the Air Force when I met my best friend. And um, it was, she was put in front of me uh, to be my angel and my guide. Um, and we grew up together. And we had a family. And we traveled the world. And we had wonderful kids. And I grew as a leader in the Air Force. I had a lot of accomplishments. My brothers would say I got lucky in a lot of ways um, because I had a great career. And I was doing good. I was serving my country. And I was being a good dad for my family. And as good a man and a brother as I could be to my, my brothers and sisters in the service. And going towards the top of my career, I got stationed um, here at Hill in uh, Utah and was continuing on. I had just gotten my highest rank, senior master sergeant, and I was on top of the world leading young men and women, doing my job, knew what the right purpose was. And during my service, I've got to see a lot of good things and bad things, including suicides of young men and women. And one winter, I lost an airman who decided to take his own life out here in Utah. And it devastated my shop. And we had to come together. I had to lead. All my life, I've been being trained to lead and do these things to bring people together, get the mission complete. As I was preparing to, I had my uniform on the back of the, the door because I was going to take this young man's coffin home to his parents. I woke up one morning with my wife not breathing and she died in my arms. And that's when my world crashed. But my duty and responsibility didn't. I had to tell my kids. I had to go back to work. I had to finish strong. And I had to bury. I had to bury. And in that burial, I, I found hedonism and self-pain, low worth, and no more focus. I had no more purpose. Throughout my journey of over six years, I've come across hell and high water. Um, what I thought was great on the surface wasn't under, and I got into toxic relationships, to alcohol, to smoking, to pretty much anything to take away pain. And it accumulated to a domestic violent incident that put a loaded gun in my face from somebody from pain comes pain. And I had to surrender and I started seeing my family more because I was on my way out. Mm. Wow. And an angel stepped in 
a friend who didn't need anything from me, who just wanted to love me, did. And got me into the class because one way or the other, I was going to Vegas. Amen. To end pain. Amen. Amen. And that brings us to a break. And after the break, you're going to hear, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story. Because Andrew's story is not done. Oh, there's a brand new beginning. There's a hope-filled story. Don't you be sad because hope is after the break. We'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, okay. but it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. See, ladies and gentlemen, we have stories. Every single human being has a story. We're so busy judging by skin color now. We're so busy judging by what bathroom someone uses. We're so busy judging by who someone shares their bed with. Let's be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Your sin's between you and God. Last time I checked, Jesus died for sinners. I'm a sinner. Uh, I don't need to get in the middle of your sin. You don't need to get in the middle of my sin. God's got it. But that is a living, breathing human being. That person has dreams and desires. That person has trauma and drama. That person has, wants to love and be loved just like you do. And we live in such a self-absorbed world. So all it's the me world. The number one picture in the world is a selfie. What have you done for me lately? What about me? Blam, blam. We all wear a hat. W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? And as leaders... Rule number one about a leader, it's not about you, leader. Get off yourself. It's not about you. It's about how you can be used by the great hands of the God of the universe, how you could be a blessing, a vessel, how you can be a conduit. There are two vessels we can be in this world. You can be a cistern or you can be a conduit. 
A cistern holds things. It's a vase, a vase. And again, the difference between a vase and a vase, about $50,000 years, um, $50, a year in income. That's the difference between a vase and a vase. Uh, a cistern holds things. It's a well. It's a vase. It's a jar. But a conduit is a pass-through agent. A conduit is piping that gets something from point A to point B. And as leaders, we are called to be conduits. And I got one of the greatest conduits on the phone, a man who served his country, a man who knows what it's like to love and the loss, a man that knows what life and death is about, a man that's held life and death in his hands, a man that guides people to be more than they can be. But a man who had a story interrupted with some negative programming, some negative activity. And a man just like every other man who said enough, I don't need this, I'm ready to go. I've served a good life, I've done a good deed, uh, take me home. But God says, not yet, Andrew. You're not finished yet, Andrew. And so let's welcome Andrew back to Like It Matters Radio. Hey Andrew, I gotta tell you, I got so many texts already on my phone. Your story. Wow. But that's not the rest of the story. So now you come to my class, Nikki, uh, Dee Dee, whatever we call her. She's got all these names. <laughs> Nikki, I love Nikki. You know, and I texted her this morning or yesterday. I said, thank you so much for trusting me with my friends. And he said, thank you. She said, I believe still to this day that your training saved my life. And what you're doing for my friends, I'll leave it at that. But uh, so Nikki told you about leadership awakening, and you say, I guess I'll go. So, you know, five minutes in the class, you were there with Team 248 in Las Vegas on August 17th. Five minutes into it, what, what were you thinking, Andrew? Were you thinking it was a waste? Was it what you expected? And what were you thinking? Uh, I was I was going in to critique the training. Um, to see if it had <laughs> worth and value. Um, I was promised one thing. I was promised the release of pain. And yeah. I came committed to, uh, to do whatever it is to get rid of that. And if I couldn't yeah. do it that way, you know, I, yeah. but I had to work at it. But I w throughout the whole thing, I was evaluating everything you said. Yeah, I, and I told you, when I hit you pretty hard there late, said, this is your purpose. I told you, I looked around at those young men in there, and it, it struck. I could see it in your eyes. It was like a light switch coming on. So that's it's what you've always done. You just did it before for the military. Now you're going to do it for God. Right? That's the only difference. You actually have a higher calling now. Uh, our government, our military is great, don't get me wrong, but there's a, a calling above our government, above our military, and that is our God. And at some point, something shifted, Andrew, in the class. At some point, it started making more sense. At some point, it grabbed a hold of you. Are you aware of what that point was when it happened? Yeah. Um you know, throughout the class, I was kind of evaluating everybody. You know, uh, we're, we're trained to kind of size everybody up and kind of understand their story and their threat, you know, within an environment. But yeah. a young man caught me um, off guard because uh, his, his strength. He was the youngest kid in there, and, but he was, he was fighting a lot of demons coming in himself and against leadership and against peers and, you know, looking for that respect and looking for that honor. And he reminded me of the guys that I've served with and that I've mentored and that I've prayed with and that I've helped. And him and I had a Matt, very cool Vegas experience, beers in the car and a conversation. 
you know, a young lieutenant and an old senior master sergeant. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's why I coined him. I saw a young man that I awarded for yeah. impressing me. And, you know, and he turned me back to what I had been missing when I left and everything went away. I lost all my guys. I lost my family. I lost everything. But biggest things, I lost all the guys. And that was my purpose before, yep. before today. Now you're. Yeah, before that, that's so cool. And uh, the difference it made in Mr. Dunger, oh my gosh, you gave him wings. That act that you did, that publicly coining of him, uh, lifted his confidence, and he'd already grown tall. This guy's a tall kid already, but he grew taller and taller throughout the weekend. And that man, can you imagine, Andrew, if you and I would have had this at that age, 23 years old at the beginning before we screwed up so much stuff to have an understanding of what we have from this class? Could you imagine the difference? Mind-boggling. Yeah, that would have been a great tool. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it doesn't not have to be. That's right. Amen, it amen. So. So what do you say now? Here you are, you're five days removed. Um, what's the greatest benefit you feel you've got from Leadership Awakening? Uh, it was what I broke through, the walls. Um, and receiving my grace and receiving my peace and seeing love again um, in everybody and all those who have been eagerly waiting for me. Yep. Um, and purpose came back mm. and, and you my mission, who I'm going, who yeah, I'm going to be for God is, is, yep. is right in front of me right now. And that's what I'm, I'm charging for. Yeah. And you had a, you had a God experience, correct? I mean, you actually committed your life to God. Through I've been, class. I've been talking, I've been talking to him for the last five days and I've been yep. pouring pages of writing because I used to be a writer, you know, and things are making sense and I have superpowers again. Yep. Um, yep. and, and purpose. So now I'm, I'm quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I say that all the time. I know enough of scripture and I, I know enough about how God made us. I am a dangerous man and I, and I, the devil should fear. And I mean that, uh, people who hate God should fear. Uh, I'm okay. You had a couple of people in class that really were angry at God and were because of other people that did stuff to him who represented God, but it's not a religious class, but yet I don't hide my faith. I'm a man of God. I'm a warrior for God. I eat scripture. I, I, yield the sword i love on people that don't that don't want love uh but yet uh I, I i battle as well and you saw that in class and yet we had people there that who hated god who now don't hate god we have people now like you who are walking with god and see it's the heart you know there's a story in the bible about the sower and the seeds and you know it said the sower's throwing these seeds and it lands on four different types of soil and only one of the soils does it prosper does it get a hundredfold return and that soil is the heart uh, Jesus said it, listen, uh, you know, God's the only one who's a really soul winner. You know, some of us water, some of us prune, some of us plant, some of us harvest, but it's really God who does all the growth. And so I want you to know I'm honored uh, that God used my class to bring you in, and uh, I'm honored to what we're going to do together. Um, what do you say? I mean, you're a leader. You've been trained the best leadership training in the world, the military. You know what it's like to live. You know what it's like to die. Uh, what would you tell people who've been listen to my show should people go to my training why should they go if they should go they absolutely should go uh if you're ready to change your life 
if you are ready to make that decision and and get back to who you were at the happiest point in your life and then learn how to keep that and get out of your your hole i've done that for me and service is going to be that i'm going to take over um, the command of post 129 american legion here in utah I'm going, I'm going to give back to my veterans. I'm going to help them heal. I'm going to feed you students, Mr. Black. Yep. Amen. And we're going to clean them up, clean up their heads, clean up their hearts, and get them back in the game because God's not done with them yet, and neither is this country. So, uh, Andrew, we're getting ready to go to a hard break, brother. I'm excited about what God's doing together with us. Uh, and you and I are brothers, side by side. God bless you, my friend. You have a great day, okay? All right, I think Andrew's gone. And so am I. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.